You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Snyder and Antonio Turner right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Slatter. Welcome to GTA Heat Check. Make sure you follow GTA Heat Check, GTA Sports Network, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Subscribe to your channel, GTA Sports. Don't forget GTASportsNet.com for all things in the world of sports. And I have a very, very special guest with me today. For those of y'all that don't know all the facts when it comes to the ball family, Mr. Ball Facts. What's the deal? What's going on? Good to have, good to be here, bro. Man, I it's an honor. I've watched you grow on your channel from from the talking head to to you know coming out, you know doing your thing, going going public with the with the visuals and everything. I, I watched, yeah. the, I've seen you from the start. That's why I was like, oh, this is an honor. That's uh, dope. I watched your journey, and I know, I know this most of the story, but I, I want my GTA Sports crew to know who is Ball Facts. Man. Ballfax is just any regular guy, you know, that is going through life, you know what I mean? No matter what you're doing, you know, not known, not trying yeah. to be that known, you know, just a dude. Right. And then, you know, I believe everybody's born with gifts and talents just from the creator. And, and, and when you take a leap of faith and just put it out there, it was just, I'm just the guys, people said, hey, we like what you're saying and we like how you're saying it. And then I said, you know what? I could do this full time. You know, yeah. if, if I'm doing it part time and they love it, what, what would happen if I poured everything into it? You know what I'm saying? So Living I just, in your purpose. I prayed about it and I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and try. You know, I'm going to just let go. And that's another thing. A lot of people it's hard to do. And I, I don't expect everybody to do when that when they want some advice from me. I say I let go of that and dive 100 percent into what I'm doing. And you know what I mean? It wasn't easy right away. You know, it was it was, you know, saying a bumpy road. But I'm just a guy who God's grace allowed me to use my gifts to share it with the world and people caught on. You know, I talk about uh, family ownership and I do that through the segue of the Ball family. At the time, I thought they were somebody who was getting picked on in the media, somebody who people weren't really looking at the things that should be looked at with this family. So right. I used the Ball family to talk about points of interest that were on my heart. And you, hey, look, and I will say you said it with conviction too, because, um, in the first reviews I saw, you kept going in about how the media was eating up on LeVar Ball and, and really shining a dark light on him and not really understanding what the impact of a black father has on his sons. And the fact that he was able to speak a lot of that into existence and coach and guide them through, um, that's why I became a fan of him. Because I have three kids. I have three boys of my own, right? So I, so when I saw, you know, in 2020, I, I think I, I got on the wave about 2015, 2016, Chino Hills, right at the end of the Chino Hills mm -hmm. when Zoe was going to UCLA. And uh, I just seen these three, these three boys, man. And I'm like, I'm watching the dad be boisterous, but it was showing results. It wasn't just talking, you know, just out of thin air. Right. And that I was I was like hooked on from there and balling the family, you know, on Facebook and everything. Like I followed the whole series all through and through. Yeah, uh, I got, I, I got yeah. this little animation coming because a lot of people want to know my story and I tell it from time to time. But I may I got like a two and a half animation thing. I'm a show that just shows my story and I'll drop it in the video from here to there. Kind of yeah. showing my transition into some regular random guy becoming ball facts. You know what I mean? And at the end of ball facts would be kind of like this. When he pops up at the end, he's like this superhero dude, like, damn, when you went from this to this, you know what I mean? But it yeah. really, it's just, I didn't like the way the media turned so quick. And it shows like, you know, 
first LeVar is beloved. Every show, they want him, they want this, yeah. they want that. And yeah. overnight, it was like, yep. now he was public enemy number one. Mm -hmm. And this is what I seen. I seen, it's not so much about LeVar or the boys. It's so right. much about what they stand for. So if we, as a people, allow the media to take somebody that our culture, our people, people just, yep. our population that we help, we hold up here and say, we might be able to do what he did. We might be able to have a family and do what he did. If 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 the media can take that idea and that dream and overnight slam it, yep. then where does that leave us? So right. I decided, it, yeah, I looked on the internet and I could find no good content that was rivaling the, uh, the, the, the mainstream media and how hard they were going against the Ball family. I didn't find any as good content, just as good, but saying the opposite. And I said, let me make a video. Man, that's I guess that that really leads into my next question. So when exactly did you become a fan of the Ball family? Like when was your when was like that first that first clip you may have saw may have been uh Mellow Ball's 92 point high school game or you know the, the it three was, boys chemistry. When when did it start for you? Definitely Chino Hills, definitely, you know, the ball, the ball is life overtime videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had no thoughts of being a you on YouTube, none of that. I just seen these kids playing. I said, Oh, they brothers, that's dope. Oh, they daddy, that's dope. So that's I just got me. I was like a casual fan of like, okay, well, I'm gonna click on another video. And then yeah. another every game they kept winning. I was like, all right, now I like these. Now I like these dudes. I like their family. And you know, I'm rooting for them. You know what I mean? And I kind of went on with life as usual, watch different videos and stuff like that. But the more the better they did, the more the undefeated record went, you know, they kind of won me over more. And then when you just added on the family unit to it, it just sold me on the whole dream because I was never just like, they're great basketball players. I'm like, what went into them becoming great basketball players? How did this happen? And see, it came from one person, which was their father. That that motivated me to be like, wow, you know, this is what I need to see more in this country. Somebody who actually sacrificed their time and what only they could be, because anybody, you know, we could just go get a job and do things to, for us right? right but right. this man set aside so many things like he potty trained them not tina he did you know what i mean he he literally raised these boys up in a manner him him, him and his wife did equal right but he did yeah, 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 yeah. Respect, he, respect. he did it in a manner that was like i don't see a lot of dudes do and i'm like we got to take our hat off to that we got that's something that we could see and everybody can glean from because we all a lot of people come from the mud right and they say you don't have this you don't have assets your children you pour into your children and your children pour into you. That's how it's supposed to be. In the, in the words of the great Master P, you are the CEO of your child's life. And you see like what you're that. doing with her with Hersey and Mercy Miller. Yeah. So you you know, Romeo too, no, 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 uh, no shorts on him either. Just seeing how his kids came up for the most part. Yeah, uh, and I'll always say you, somebody's gonna be your kid's boss. Somebody's gonna make money off them, whether it's professional sports or it's at Mickey D's. Somebody is gonna be in a place of making some money as they make money. Now, if I have to work, I would rather somebody make money that I that I love, that I know we can make money together, and I don't have to worry about their motives. You know, yeah. so I, I don't like the whole stigma of they told us that don't ever work with family. That's what's in our culture. You don't ever work with family. You know, don't mix family and business, and and we grow up believing that. Lo and behold, so many other families we see, that's all they do. Mix yeah. family and business and grow and grow and grow. But why did they tell us don't mix family and business? It's it's a character flaw. They'd be like, well, your family is too shysty. Not if you not if you raise them right. Right. 
Well, of course, as you know, it they don't want to see us come together. You know, we, we we powerful. So if we come together and start doing what the Asians, the Middle Eastern, even the Caucasian hierarchies have done for generations, we break we, we turn those generational curses into generational wealth. You know the deal. You know they don't want to see that happen. They want yeah. to stay broken, stay separated, stay individual, stay selfish. You know, they they laugh I'm gonna get at mine to get yeah. everybody else. You know, they laugh at us when we say don't mix family and business. They like, hmm, yeah, let's let them keep believing that. Let them keep thinking that. Yeah. So every generation got to start over. Literally. Yeah. No. No. Got. Got it. Um. That's 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 a valid point. Um. Man. So I guess one of the questions I think any content creator would have for you. Every content creator has a niche, core audience, target audience, all that good stuff when you're doing your marketing and everything. You made a channel called Ball Facts, and you've been able to generate, you know, viewership, subscribers, a following, talking about three brothers. And you're not the only channel that does it. There's other channels I follow that also cover them very well. I'm sure you're familiar with them as well. Uh, DKM, for instance. Um, a couple others out there, but you, you two guys were the main ones that when I was getting really wanted to soak in all the information I wanted, as soon as like, as soon as it happened, you guys were uploading like, like, boom, y'all was just coming with it with a wave, right? So, how do you generate a niche audience talking about three brothers from where you started into now? How are you able to stay that consistent for that long with that particular subject matter and able to stretch it out like that? You know, I can't speak to other people because I know well, other people. This for you, this for you, know, you. Yeah, but as yeah. far as me, like, yeah, I didn't come in on it just talking about three brothers. You know, right. my niche was I talked about in in a time of drought of as far as people celebrating Lavar. <laughs> you're, right. nah, you're right. Nah, you're right. Lavar. My first video was something like why Lavar did not ruin Lamelo's career. And this is when, oh, when he, I remember that when yeah. he's leaving Lithuania and everybody's telling me he ruined him. He ruined him. Ah, I said, let me give God. you the reasons that he did not. Mainstream blew that one out the water. Yeah. So it was like in a time where it was popular to leave, to not talk about uh, the Ball Brothers family. At a time, it was not popular to talk about the Big Baller brand. There was a lot of core fans that watched Ball in the family that actually fell in love with the family. It wasn't right. just all about what the boys did on the court. Right. Of, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I came in and talked and talked, spoke to the family. So I got a lot of people that said, dang, I'd like to hear from him. You know, anybody can talk about basketball, but we want to hear without the agenda of basically downplaying uh, their dad downplaying, you know, how you watch a movie like, oh, this movie was good. So they had to throw this in it or till they had to do this, do that. Right. People watching mine, they were like, oh, we like it that way. So when I seen that they liked the way that I talked about the family, I said, yeah. now I got avenues to talk about anything with the family. I mean, no matter what sports they go to, no matter what shoe brand they go to, you know, it's about finding okay. now instead of just saying, talking about the family. Now, now what can I go into? He joined the Hornets. Now, it's, it's if they see a thumbnail with LaMelo Ball on it and I'm talking about basketball, it makes sense to them. You see what I'm saying? Mm. I made a video and I put Ja Morant's dad up there with LaVar and kind of compare. So now I'm in here talking about Ja Morant. You know what I mean? I, when I went out to L.A., me and LaVar talked about Kyrie. And so I, I you know, I got that clip when the, the Nike deal dropped. I dropped a video about Kyrie. Long as I still got, you know, something talking with the Ball family, people, they can say, you know what? We could deal with him talking about this because we like the way he talk about this yeah. subject. Yeah. So if he talk about anything else with it, we good. Wow. That's, I mean, you just broke that down. And for those that didn't, wasn't able to keep up with that, my man's dropping jewels right now. That, that was, that was brilliant. You're like, 
you made it where there's, there's no limitations. You didn't put yourself in a box. It might look like that initially because of how you started, but you were able to branch that out and create this tree where everything is about life, culture, business, family. But the core is that core, but you were able to stretch that out. Yes, and that's why in my about, they, and it doesn't say, uh, Lonzo, Lamelo, Leandro. It says ownership, <laughs> sports. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Family, yeah. because yeah. that's what it's about. Somebody dropped a tweet on the Ball family saying something negative against the Ball brothers. Well, I got on there. I didn't mention one hezzy shot, one floater, one layup. <laughs> I just talked about how this dude shouldn't be coming at the Ball family, and I can get yeah. seventy thousand views on it because I'm that that that's what I'm known for. Damn. So, yeah. Honestly, those things to me are more important than a game. Basketball is a sport. It's fun. I, I cheer. I go crazy for it. But it's still just a game. It's no different than Monopoly. So I, I base things on that, something that really moves my life. You know what I mean? Or else you're going to get tired of it at some point, unless it's always relevant in your life. Family is always relevant. I'm a father. I got a father. See what I'm saying? These things are always going to be business. I got a business, so it's always going to be relevant to me. And I'm not going to leave those, you know, many people have been telling me like, dude, you go so much further if you just forget about the big baller brand. You be, go so much further if you stop talking about LeVar and Tina, just stick to LeMet. Even they've been going so much to say, just stop talking about LiAngelo when he, you know, when he's not a hot type, let him go. Or <sighs> Lonzo get hurt. They're like, man, drop Lonzo. Just talk about LaMelo, make a LaMelo channel. And I say, you know, maybe you don't know and maybe you'll never know, but don't get it confused because this is ball facts and I'm just going to drop facts on whatever I want to. Yeah, no, that's, no, for real. I do feel like the, um, they want, they want LiAngelo to be the forgotten child, which is why I still feel like he's still relevant to this day because, there's a testimony in everybody's journey, right? Everybody doesn't take the same path to success. You tapped into it just a, you know, a little while ago. Even, even multiple channels talking about the ball family. Y'all don't take the same path. Y'all don't get to the same end results either. Some people are strictly talking about the basketball moves. Puma. Uh, is Zoe going with Nike? Is he still with Big Baller? Jello still doing the big baller brand. Why is he not trying to get a shoe deal? Like, like, like you don't limit yourself once again to just those things. So your your path can go wherever you want to take it. You're 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 in, you're in control of that. You're the driver of that. Not necessarily what the fans want you to do, but people that actually want something a little deeper, something that goes beyond the surface level. And I respect that. I always give people what I want to give them. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like the fans will always tell you what they want. And there's some people that only care about numbers and fast numbers. When you want fast numbers, you die fast as well. I never mm -hmm. give people what they want. I give oh, people man. what I want to give them. So if I, if it's Father's Day and I want to drop a song about a Father's Day song, they're like, you're not a rapper, why'd you do that? Just to check you guys and let you know that it's, it's my platform. It's not yours. And I'm going to do what I want to do. And if you want to unsubscribe, good. We're going to weed out the bad apples because I ain't going to have nobody control me. And when I get to where I'm going, I, I'll be able to look at anybody and say, I do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? If I'm doing what they want me to do, now I'm trapped. You, I'm talking ownership, but I don't own nothing. They own me. Woo! Bars. Man, so I got to ask you just off of that alone, when did you know, when did Mr. Ballfax know that this is my purpose. When did it hit you? Like, like, this is it. When was that moment where you said, I'm dropping everything and I'm going all out? Ball facts. Man, I was uh, working at a bus depot where I wash buses. 
Okay. And at night, I would uh go into my car and I record on my phone, just talking, 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 talking. Yeah. And in the morning, I would just slap the vocals on a track with videos. I couldn't even make money off of it at first. Everything getting copyright claimed. I didn't know how to edit nothing. Gotcha. But I'm just putting it on there. And one day, my phone started buzzing in my pocket, like this is this is this is like after three weeks of uploading three videos, only got like 300 views. And my phone just kept buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. And 300 oh. views turned to 500. 10,000. Yep. I mean, when yeah. I'm when I tell you I was putting my phone in my pocket and taking it out, I was growing like 5,000 views in 5 minutes. It was just going crazy. And then I said, this is this is this is interesting, but I'm still not done yet. I'm like this might be a fluke. So I make a few more videos and stuff like that, you I know. Feel that. And then all of a sudden I hit a 1,000 subscribers. And they're like mm. you could be you could be monetized. So this is probably like in a month or something. Maybe a month and a half. Two months. I, I can't. I'm, I'm starting. No, 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 no. You good. You ain't got to be exact. You know, and the message, then uh, the, the message out for that. So I'm yeah. like, OK, I'll be monetized. Let's see what happens. OK, I made eight hundred dollars in a month. And I said, wow. I said either I could say eight hundred dollars ain't nothing, you know, or, it ain't really or, nothing. Or, or I could say, dang, I'm, I'm working this job. What if doing, I cut that out? And, yes. And time. doing this. Yeah. I'm doing this. And I heard God saying, like, what other sign do you need? <laughs> I heard God tell me, like, what other sign do you need? Right. Like, right. look what you're doing with that. Come on. I told my girl, like, I'm about to do this. She's like, you about to quit your job and do YouTube? I'm like, man, if I doing this and it's this, I could do this. So right. at that moment, I can't. I just it was a leap of faith. I can't even say like I instantly knew it was after. I did it. And then I started seeing the results of it. Then I knew, you know what I'm saying? After yeah. the first month, I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. It wasn't, I didn't know it automatically, but I did know that God told me, you, what sign do you need? And sometimes, you know what I'm saying? We need five. You know what I mean? We'd be unbelieving. We'd be like, I'm not sure. You have so much failure in your life. Sometimes you, it's hard to believe that you can get a win. You know what I mean? So I wasn't still completely believing, even though I let my job go. But after that first month and I seen them views go crazy, I start dropping more content. I was like, okay, this is it. Trying to find that place that defines your look? Check out Jay's Classic Cuts. Need a taper fade, more drip for your waves, or maybe a crispy lineup for your dreads and braids. One cut from John the Barber, how you feeling like the Godfather. Book your look with Jay today on the Cut app. Jay's Classic Cuts, located at 1387 Shaylin Avenue, Suite E. Hello everyone, this is Ty Slatter from GTA Sports. It's 2022, time for something new. New age elements, stay true and be authentically you. Usher in the new ways your way. Wear your story with pride. Vintage and modern vibes with the creators in mind. Special collections coming soon, so stay tuned. NAElements.net, invest in your best. You are now tuned in to Heat Check with Ty Slider and Antonio Turner right here on GTA Sports Network. Follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. And check out GTASportsNet.com for all things basketball. So after the first month of me not working a regular job and just straight, strictly doing content, I knew this was it because I knew I had something that people hadn't seen. 
I knew I, I was being myself and they loved me for what I, the way I put the content out. I didn't have to put on a facade. You know what I mean? Like right. if you just imagine you could get on a computer and be your complete self and then yeah. you see 10,000 people click it. You're like, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're like, I, I got I got that fire. I could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? real. And that's how it went. It's funny, man. It's funny that you said it that way, because to put it to put it, if I were to simplify it, I put down a, my lawnmower landscaping and picked up my laptop. I'd be cutting, doing yards and, you know, yard work and landscaping right now. I saw the views jump this past weekend. Just off two videos I did. And it's because of that, I downloaded the studio app for YouTube on my phone. And that's how I found your comment, right? Look so, how that. You see where I'm going with this? Mm -hmm. Then... Me reaching out to you and showing you that, and then you responding was another sign for me. Because look at how far you've come. And I'm not, and this ain't for you, but most people in your position that have already did that groundwork that you're talking about, you've already did that, hit that mark where you got your first 800 a month, got your thousand subscribers, and y'all take off. I mean, a lot of people in that position, they don't look back to anybody that's starting out. And I could have missed an opportunity just by missing that comment from a year and a half ago. So the fact that you even responded to me, and we've never talked. Right. Those of y'all don't know. <laughs> he don't it's know me. I don't know him. <laughs> this is our first conversation. For real, for real. Outside Thanks. of the DMs, right? So just keeping it all the way real with my people, because like you said, we're being ourselves, being transparent. I'm on my journey right now to, you know, content create myself. And you reaching out and responding and having the availability, flexibility, and saying, hey, what you want to do? I'm supposed to just sit there and I'm supposed to say no. <laughs> like, you know, I looked at it as a sign. I'm like, wow, Fall Facts actually hit me back. Oh, wow. And I ain't talked, I, I never responded to his comment or nothing because I didn't see it. I just, for some reason, you commented and no notification, no nothing, but it, it's all about timing. It's about I wasn't timing. Focused back then, or if I was, I would have kept going with what you loved and what you enjoyed. I would have kept going, but I stopped because I had I was working, my kids, I had you know life, right? Right. So I had to get to a place where I could focus. And this last year and a half, I really just reset my life and recommitted my life to everything I'm doing. And this past weekend, when I was DJing a wedding, my phone was doing what you're talking about. Numbers jumping over hundred some views per day. And I'm just like, what did I do? How did this work? I'm going from 10, 20 views to 500 in a time is just the timing. And that's when you that's when you apply pressure. That's when you put your foot on the gas. And here we are with ball facts right now. <laughs> Let's facts. go. Yeah, right here, right here on heat check for that. And, this, and um, so when you told your story, it was I, I feel like I was I was hearing your story. And I'm like, wow, that's 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 exactly where I'm at right now. I could be making some money right now doing some y'all. Yeah, a little, little money here and there. I ain't no, I'm not taking nothing away from that. I'm grateful for everything I have and everything that I get. Cause I try to do a law of attraction. You know, I try to be grateful for what I get. So I get a return, give out blessing, get it back. You know how it goes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm gonna put the lawnmower down and pick this laptop up and do some more editing, learn how to do eye movie, learn how to, you know, learn how to do a lot more of this stuff, hands-on, be a lot more hands-on with it. Cause I know people love my podcast and listen to my podcast. I'm like, cool. So I want to get the numbers more. I want to get more people out there. People need visual. They need to see me. Not everybody That's wants to listen to an hour long podcast. Let's be honest. Attention span is only about that long. You so, seen me? I did the face reveal eventually. 
you know? And you did. You did. And when you did, I was like, yo, I did not know that was coming. I wasn't ready. I was so used to the hat with no eyes. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. I, I'm one of the day oneers. You know what I'm saying? I That's remember. crazy, bro. I, I respect that. And I appreciate you. And you know why I really did the interview, too? Because your name stood out to me, that T-Y, that tie. You know, everybody have different names or whatever. But I remember seeing your name just in my in the back of my memories museum. Like, I've seen that. I think yeah. he really had been here from the beginning. You know what nah, I mean? For real. Yeah, and I and, and I knew that, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this." Nah, for real. And and you know, I know everybody comes up with personas and everything, but but Ty Slider, that's part of my government name. My middle name is Tyrell, so I use Ty because my first name's Cameron, so I can't really use that. Everybody, you know, right. Cameron, that name is too common. Right. My middle name is just <laughs> like you said, Ty. Just sticks. It sticks with you, like well, Ty Slider. Who that? It's and I do music, so it, it just works. It's all about branding. Yeah, yeah. Just like Sean Combs is Puff Daddy, Sean Carter's Jay-Z, everybody has that name that just stands out. And no matter where he's at or what he's getting involved with, that's Puff. Or that's Hove. Right. That's Jay. Right. That's 50. You know, right. Curtis Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's just one of those things. So um, let's not let's not dive too deep into that. Let's get back to it now. In that time frame, let's go back to your story because this is this is about ball facts. I want I want people to know the real you, right? When you finally dropped the bus depot. Let's take let's take you back there, and you you going all out. Your girls looking at you like, what is you doing? We got bills. Like, what is you thinking with this YouTube thing? Did you ever have any doubts or second guess yourself along that journey before you finally hit your stride? Was you was there any doubt? I know you leaped on faith, but was there any doubts, any second guessing? Like, I don't know, man. I might call my boss. Yo, hey, man, I, I was tripping. You know, I was, I was, I was blazed. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, no. I, I had doubts along yeah. my journey. I had doubts, right? Because, right. Because you know, right. I've had hot spots on YouTube, mm-hmm. and then I've had down times. Mm, you know, mm, and, mm. and and it's it's like I had to make a decision. It's like, okay, I had to come up, and I got a name, a little name ringing out here, um, but this month check ain't hit like last month check. Right, and maybe, right. And maybe I did a little too much with last month check. Like, you know what I mean? Like just going out and doing stuff and you and, might need a little and, discipline. Yeah, and yeah. let me tell you, man, I got a my my girl, dude. I can't she she the best. She's she she encouraged me along the way. Like, are you are we thinking about going back and doing something? What you look like working <laughs> working a job, you know? That's what, what we all need, yeah, man. She, support. Yeah, she looks yeah. like what you look like doing that. Ain't no way you should be out doing nothing like that. Do what you do. We gonna we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it work. So yeah. my faith in God, my, 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 my woman, I had a support system around me that really just helped me. But I had times where it wasn't going so well uh, as far as just views or this or that. And I never doubted my ability. You know what I mean? I just thought like I might have to take a break. I might have to take a break and come back to it. But, you know, it was like God put everything in place to just tell me, give me subtle little hints like, no, nah, keep doing it. It don't matter. You know, be you. And just let it ride. Don't let. And sometimes I'll be just mad at the algorithm. Like, I know they ain't showing my video because they showing this person video and my videos better. And right. I knew this. And it was like, it don't matter about the views. Just keep the content coming. Don't worry about the views. You in it now. You made a commitment. Stay where you staying and just do the best job that you can do. If you do the best where you are the best, at some point, it's got to come back around. So in the beginning, when I left and everything was going good, I didn't have any doubts at first because when it took off, it took off. I was straight. But I had a little time in the middle where I wasn't so straight. And I said, dang, can I real, you know, say I got to doubting myself again. Like, can I still do this? Yeah. Can I still do this? But God gave me gave me dreams where I ain't going to lie. Certain dreams about meeting LeVar. I had a dream and I like somebody, one of my 
homies was setting me up with some different interviews. You should interview this person, that person. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna interview this person, that person. And I had a dream uh, and, and God told me like, stay on this path. Don't go to nothing else. Stay doing what you're doing. Do the ball facts thing. And I'm gonna run you into LeVar. I woke up the next day like, that's kind of weird. I'm so, uh, you know what I mean? We'll see what happens. And I just, and, but I, I knew, I said, I don't believe that was just some fluky dream. Like you get drunk and then you like, oh, I had a crazy dream. I was like, this felt like a real dream. Yeah. I felt like a real dream from God. And I told my girl, like, my, uh, God told me like, I'm gonna meet LeVar Ball and it's gonna get better from here. And you know what I mean? Because when I started my channel, bro, I didn't I didn't plan out to be no ball facts. Even the name, I thank God I chose a great name when I, when I did it because I just thought I was gonna make a few videos and be done and go back to life. You know what I mean? Right. But when I had that dream and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna continue on this path. And I seen everything just be fulfilled from there. So the, the, the short answer is, man, I had, I, had, I had doubts along the way. And, but God has helped me. My, my people around me have reassured me and I just kept the content the same. To make you feel a lot more comfortable in sharing that story, I also have dreams that happen. So you're not the only person that gets those type of visions and moments and where it's not, it's not it, it almost feels, it doesn't feel weird. You know, it's like, okay, that was clearly a message. Cause I'm also some, cause everybody gets their messages differently from God. Mm -hmm. everybody, everybody gets their signals and visions differently. I also have dreams that happen. Yeah. So whether it be for me with music or entertainment or knowing that there's certain platforms I need to take tackle onto more, sometimes you get a good strategy in your sleep and you wake up the next morning and all you got to do is execute. You yeah. saw the vision, now make it happen. So and the way I seen it play out, it done played out so much. Mm -hmm. I never doubt, I, I never doubt my faith. I didn't seen it play out too well the way it is. Sometimes I look up and I'm like, this really happened and ain't it. And I just keep forward. Um, and I'm looking forward to this NBA season coming up because I just I'm, I'm looking to expand. I'm looking to looking to grow, looking to go. And people ain't going to know what to expect. You know, what I mean, I'm going to be I'm going to keep dropping fire. And every time you think I'm one place, I come over here. <laughs> man, it's, it's funny you brought that up because I literally was just looking at the schedule for summer league. And I said, man, it came so quick. I have to get ready for next year. I don't know if I'll be able to do it this year, but next year, definitely. I, I would love to be in Vegas for summer league. Well, it just depends on who there for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Last summer league was, was fire, but we'll see what's going on. Uh, so while we're on the summer league thing, we do, we do got a little time before we got to, you know, divvy it up to part two, but um, Leangelo, let's, let's go ahead and tap it in for a quick second. While, while, since we're on the summer league conversation last summer, of course, he got his opportunity to shine with the Greensboro swarm. And I just want to get your take on it. When you saw the swarm and you saw his performances overall, what did you see? Good, bad? Did he look NBA ready? Did he look like he was getting an opportunity? Do you feel like the teammates were kind of being jealous because of who he was, not really giving him the shine, just kind of throwing to the side like a Kyle Corver on a catch-and-shoot tip, not really trying to let him get, you know, too much ball handling involved? What was your take on it? I've, I've heard other reporters talk about it. I want ball facts. Leangelo Ball. Jello the Swarm. Uh, well, Summer League with the Hornets. I don't think he got enough minutes and I, and, but he, right. he did decent, you know, right. I thought the, the swarm was his time to really be really shine, you know, and that's I why I, I flew out to Greensboro to see his first game, because I was like, I already know what he can do. Right. I want to see it in person, Absolutely. you know? And when he played 24 minutes and got 22 points, I, 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 I seen it in person. I said, I know who I, I see what, I see what he can do. And I seen the season slowly change the way he was used in the game after that. Mm -hmm. between the coaches and the players uh, I, I know some of them players rock with him but from just my eyes looking at it 
there were other players that didn't rock with him period and and so i thought he did the best he could with that situation a lot of people in that situation wouldn't do as well you know Mm. just like look look we seen Lamelo in lithuania right yeah yeah he he didn't do well no jello did decent right but right directly after that you switch him to another place and Lamelo's doing great Lamelo's doing jba usa with all these other grown men around the world and he's doing great so right. sometimes it's, it's just a situation where you can't thrive. Uh, so, so, and I feel like, you know, people didn't really get a chance to see Leangelo's game. I don't think they, the swarm knew how to use him, you know, even in, in the, um, right now in the drew league, Jello playing point guard out of, you know, wanting to show, show different skills and display different, different things. Yes. But still that's not, that's not his true place. You know what I mean? We know Jello is a sniper. We know he's a def- he can defend. We can he can get on a low block. He's a solid three. He's yeah, solid he, three. he can yeah. bring the ball up, but that's not what he's supposed to be doing. Not what he's supposed to be doing. You know what yeah, I mean? That's not what. He, but to me, I think that just showed like they acted like Jello could only catch and shoot. Like if he needed to put the ball on the floor, he could not do it at all. Well, mm-hmm. we just seen that he'll definitely be able to put the ball on the floor. You know what I mean? So that's the only thing good I think that proved. Mm. Now you you summed it up nicely. I, I do believe that the Charlotte Hornets organization in its entirety, and this is no shot to MJ. I mean, we know what he can, what he's able to do on the court as a player, but in the office, I I have my I have my concerns. I and I'm gonna have to definitely say that for part two because I, I I've been waiting to talk about Charlotte after what just happened last week, but with the Leandro Ball as far as the season went. Just overall lack of usage, lack of preparation, lack of understanding of who he is as a player or wanting to even get to know him. I don't feel like they did any of that. I feel like they just, okay, we got him on the team because we don't want to alienate our franchise player. We don't want to aggravate him and make him feel like we don't care about his opinion or his interests or desires. We want to make him feel as comfortable as possible because we, the Charlotte Hornets, are a small market team with a big-time player that big markets are going to go after once his rookie contract expires. Now, as you know, most rookie players take the rookie extension. But because we're in a player movement era, who's to say he don't sign his extension and request a trade as soon as he signs it? I would. He's not hurting for money. You know what I mean? He's not not hurting for money. He could almost (laughs) turn it down if he wanted to. I'm not saying he would. I, I don't think he will. He's young. I don't think he will. Most of them don't. Zion took his. You saw how that went down. But um, even if he did or didn't, contracts are not really contracts right now. Right. Players are, are demanding trades with four years left on their deal. Look at yeah, ben Paul George, Oklahoma City. Yeah. 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 So, so knowing what you know and all these draft picks and what have you, I don't be surprised if, man, if they don't figure it out, I could see Melo making a move. It's Charles definitely interesting. Not- They're shaking it up so much that it's like, you know, that people have been wanting me to make a video um, yeah. on the new coach and all that. I don't know if we're skipping ahead or what, but. No, no, no. We'll get to, we'll get to that. You it's can so many you things happening here. at once. It's like, we got to let the dust settle. What's going on with Miles? What's going on with the, it's yeah. The it's, draft. it's like so much going on that it's like, I don't know how to call it yet. I need to wait and see how a couple of things play out. And then I, I, in my mind, I got a couple of opinions, but I don't feel uh, secure in just stating them right now until I know all the variables. You're good. You're good. The only thing I will say is Steve Clifford has a 
spotty at best track record as a coach. I, even though it's been a couple years, I didn't forget what you did in Orlando. I didn't forget that you only made two playoff appearances in five seasons with Charlotte with Kimball Walker. We, I, I haven't forgot. I know who you are. So the fact that you <laughs> sat out a year and got your old job back with Melo instead of Kimba, and over, and y'all chose him over paying Mike D'Antoni. Y'all chose him. Well, Kenny Atkinson chose the Warriors because clearly that's just a better position right now. I'm not mad at Kenny for that. I wanted Kenny Atkinson for Melo because it was a better team option. I saw what he did in Brooklyn prior to KD and Kyrie. So he has the development ability to develop players. He made D'Angelo Russell an all-star in Brooklyn. He turned a garbage franchise into a playoff contender, then got fired because Kyrie and KD didn't want to coach. That wasn't his fault. They just didn't didn't want to coach. They wanted Steve Nash because they can run over him. Kenny Atkinson wasn't having it. So – I wanted Kenny Atkinson for Melo. I thought development-wise, it would mature him. He would have to play a lot smarter. He wouldn't have to be as flashy, chill out on the flash, give me a little more substance as a point guard, a true point guard. You can still have your flashy moments. Just, just, just tone it down a little bit and have some consistency with your teammates. Mike D'Antoni would have gave him an MVP opportunity. Just because, look at what he did with James Harden. Look at what he did with Steve Nash. His track record is, I can't win a championship. But my point guard going to get MVP or at least put up MVP level numbers. So both of those coaches would have worked and it would have got them over the hump to get to the playoffs. Because both coaches I just mentioned are playoff coaches. But I'm going to save that because we, we run out of time for this part. Yeah. So all right now we got ball facts here real quick. Ball, let them know where they can find you at. And we're going to get back to part two. I'm going to call you back. All right. Yes, sir. I don't know if you find yet. Ball dot facts on Instagram and then ball facts on YouTube. You know, hit your Googles ball facts. We there. We got everything at shopballfacts.com if you want to get your hats, you know what I'm saying, your hoodies, all that type of stuff, and that's how we rocking. All right, it's Ty Slatter with DJ Heat Check. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to Heat Check with Ty Slatter and Antonio Turner. Follow GTA Sports Network on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, GTA Sports Network. You can follow GTA Heat Check on Twitter and Instagram. And check out gtasportsnet.com for all things basketball.